Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Nancy Holtus in the Zone is brought to you by Sam's Pizza Pub and Hot Springs on Lake Hamilton. Known for their thin, crispy pizza with an abundance of toppings and cheese. With live music every weekend and family-owned since 1980. Sam'sPizzaPub.net Now, let's go to the guru herself who has an abundance of horse racing knowledge. Nancy Holtus. Oakland is back. What's up, Nancy? How are you? How are y'all? You might have to start putting a disclaimer in my uh, intro, though. Four. <laughs> because I'm starting out the meat just a little bit chilly, but it will warm up. So, you know, we're working on that. So what's been the problem? Well, you know, sometimes horses have to get a start over the surface to really, you know, get into form. Um, so that, that's my personal disclaimer. <laughs> What about the two-year-olds? You know, we were uh, trying to handicap some of these races, and it's hard to, for me to predict what a two-year-old is going to do because of the, the lack of a race history. Do you like that, or, or do you find that more challenging? You know what's ironic? I did better on all two-year-old days than I did earlier in the meet because they don't really have a form. Uh you know, they don't have a whole lot of bad races to, to, to go off of. They don't have a whole lot of good races to go off of. Um, so uh, there's a lot of breeding to go into, which which I like. Um, but, yeah, two-year-old races are a little bit more difficult. Um, but, you know, we don't have to worry about it anymore because we won't see two-year-olds until <laughs> next December. So. Longinati told us the same thing. He loves the, the two-year-old races. They no, haven't formed any fun. bad habits yet, and and, deci- and exactly. figured out there's some days I don't have to run. I don't. I'm the one in charge. I don't have to if I don't feel like it today. <laughs> they, they have that 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 woman mentality. I'll do what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nancy. Uh, how's today's card look? You know what? It is really, really good. There's some amazing allowance races. Uh, they split an allowance race, and they're uh, the last race on the card. Uh, the ninth race. It looks like a stakes race. There's six stakes horses in the ninth allowance race, and uh, it, it it looks like a Saturday stakes race, Wes. So uh, hmm. it's a really good handicapping race today. What What's the featured? Is that the featured race today? Well, they're calling it the ninth and featured. Typically, the feature is the eighth, uh, but there's three really good allowance races, so I'm going to say we have three features. Huh. Okay, I like that, and I think everybody else likes that, too. Exactly. All right, so what are we doing this year with you? What, what kind of picks are we going to, to – uh, what's our formula? Well, uh, you know, we always have the show bet bonus parlay. Um, we have our best bet, which is, the, which is the wager that will give you the most bang for your buck and the most likely winner – which is uh, the horse that we think has the best shot. Well, give me give me that one. Give me the most likely. The most likely uh, is in race eight. That is a first-level allowance, and that's a horse coming from the barn of trainer Brad Cox. Uh, 
Florent Giroux is actually in town today and tomorrow. And this is a four-year-old by the name of Knocker Down. It is the ninth horse in a field now scratched down to seven. And Florent Giroux is in the irons aboard Knocker Down. Uh, comes off a second-place finish uh, out at Mahoning Valley in November. Uh, just second best when facing three-year-old stakes runners after drawing the rail Gets the outside draw today back in overnight ranks and will take on older runners again. Uh, just second best beaten half a length. Now debuts for the barn of Brad Cox. When Brad debuts new runners, he does so at about a 27% clip. And it's interesting as this horse was second to a horse by the name of Tejano Twist, who is the favorite in today's ninth here at Oakland. So, I'm looking for knocker down to get the job done in race eight for trainer Brad Cox. Nancy, I have a trivia question for you. Say it again. Yes. Nancy, I have, a tri- I have a trivia question for you. You mentioned okay, I can the, barely hear you. You mentioned the Mahoning Valley. Yeah. You know where that is? Yeah, I've been there. It almost looks like if there was a track in Eastern Europe, there it you, would be there. Awesome. It's in Ohio. It's in Ohio. I've been exactly. there in uh, November. No. And it looks like it should be in a uh, and nothing against the people, but it it, it was during it was during uh, the beginning of winter, and uh, I would like to see it back in sunshine. <laughs> that Youngstown area is a gritty industrial place. A lot of football players, very coaches, much so, mm-hmm. yeah. very yeah. much so. But uh, I did go to a, a pretty decent uh, restaurant there. Nice, good good truck stop food. Are they running right now? Uh. Do not believe so. I think it's probably way too cold to run in uh, Youngstown right now. Okay. So I was, you know, the degenerate that I am. I was uh, flipping around from track to track, placing bets. And my daughter was like, where's this? And I thought it was Mahoning Valley, and there was snow on the ground. Ohio. Yeah, Mm -hmm. on the infield there was snow. And she's like, that's crazy they're running in the snow. And I'm like, yeah, horses love the cold weather. It's great. You know know what? They they are running at Turfway at night, which is in Florence, Kentucky. And they do have the all-weather track, which, you know, does help, uh, you know, with winter racing. And they obviously have winterized barns. Um, so, yeah, those they can get some pretty uh, chilly weather conditions to run in. So, fortunately, we were dark during our holiday season when all of that Arctic weather uh, came through Yikes. our part mm. of the country. Is there an optimal time of day for a horse to run, or is it just they'll run whenever? You know what? That's a really good question, and they'll run whenever. They are very, very adaptable. Um, there's night racing. Um, there's twilight racing. There's day racing. So they they get into a really good routine. Um, the people prefer, <laughs> I think, day racing because we, we train horses in the morning, and it's a lot easier uh, to have day racing. I worked at both. Night racing can be a little uh, exhausting when you do have morning training. And mm. say if you have morning training, which starts early, say 6, 7 o'clock, and you're in the last, which runs sometimes right around midnight. Um, so it's, it's a lot nice. harder on the humans than it is on the horse. You remember that was in Seabiscuit when they were trying to train him to go off at the bell because they weren't using a starting gate in the match race against War Admiral. They went out at night so nobody could see him, and they used that fire bell to get him to break. 
So that's it, Nancy. <laughs> that horse can get ready to be midnight. They just got to get on that schedule. There have been stories of a few trainers that will work uh, under under dark to try to get horses worked. Now, obviously, that's not legal, um, but to try to get works in um, under under dark where, but you don't. They don't open the track, quote unquote, for training. Uh, without outriders, without the ambulance there, mm. um, and hiding works is frowned upon slash not permitted. Yeah, it's dangerous. So. You don't want to do that to the horses. Talking with Nancy Holtus. Thanks to our friends at Sam's Pizza. Hey, uh, what about the best bet? Okay, so I do want to point out that trainer Robertino Diodoro is just two wins away from 3,000 career wins. So a uh, little side note, though, he does have more than 3,000 career wins, but this is strictly uh, all thoroughbred wins. Some of those wins have been uh, thir- also against quarter horses, so just strictly uh, thoroughbred wins. I'm going to go with the number two Trumpins. This horse is 7-2 to on the morning line in race number five. This horse debuts for the Barn Deodoro, a very, very sharp first claim uh, for runners, about 20%. This horse gets some class relief after he claimed this horse for 15000 when also facing starter allowance runners in early November at Remington. This horse gets a dunk in class, also putting the blinkers on. That's another big move for the barn. So see this horse forwardly placed. He is tactical, which means he can sit off the pace, close ground, or show early now, he is a veteran. He's nine years old, but he still found two trips to the winner's circle in 2022. So I'm going to go with Trumpets in race number five, hoping to get Theodore one win closer to that career milestone. Nancy, are any trainers sticking out this early in, in the meet? Uh, well, you know what? Theodora was one of them. He is already our leading trainer. Um, we have seen in the opposite, we've seen Steve Asmussen a little cold, uh, which is kind of surprising. But I certainly look for him to heat up. He's got hundreds of horses uh, between Texas, Louisiana. Um, so, And they'll be filtering those in. Certainly look for his barn to heat up. Um, but, yeah, Deodoro has been lightning hot. Uh, we've seen Rumbo Quet off to a, a very good start. Um, he uh, is riding first call of Rafael Bejarano, who is new to the circuit this meet. But, yeah, Deodoro runners off to a very, very solid start. And I was watching a, a meet somewhere else <clears throat> during our off time, and uh, it was like all stakes races, every, every race that day. So it was a big race day at that track. And Brad Cox's horses just kept coming in and in and in. and in. How's he doing here? Um, he's doing well, kind of off to a little bit of a slow start. But with that being said, he did win the Smarty Jones on New Year's Day with victory formation. Uh, he had two runners in there. They actually ran one-two yeah. in that race. So, uh, yeah, Brad Cox loaded for bear with three-year-olds, looking for him to have a very strong presence, uh, not only in uh the three-year-olds, but all across in our stakes division. So uh, that was probably down at the fairgrounds, yeah. uh, which is the card that you were watching. Um, but 
yeah, looking for him to have a very strong presence here at the meet, particularly in those uh, in our stakes division. What did you think of the Smarty Jones? I thought it was really impressive, and I think that horse, uh, that was the first time that he had gone two turns. He handled it remarkably well, and I think the further victory formation goes, the better he is going to get. Give him more real estate. He is just going to enjoy the further distances. But, yeah, he's got so many good three-year-olds. It's just going to be figuring out which derby prep Hmm. each horse is going to go in. Will Victory Formation be back? You know what? He actually mentioned the Rebel as opposed to the Southwest. So, uh, like I said, he's got so many three-year-olds. It's going to be figuring out who goes to Oakland, who goes to Fairgrounds, who goes to Gulfstream, and so forth. So, um, Victory Formation, like I said, I think he's going to maybe skip the Southwest here and maybe come back in the Rebel, which does tell me he really thinks that horse is that worthy of that bigger race. Okay. All right, and Nan- I also don't think Brad Cox will have just one horse in the Rebel either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we let you, all right, what, what were you saying? Show bet parlay? You wanted to give us something? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a couple of really good prices uh, today. I really do think uh, Burl McBride's horse in the opener will, will, will run well. That is the number eight essential Bella um, in race number two. The number three, Shakedown Street for Lindsay Schultz. Um, Tom Swearingen, of course, in the third. The number eight, Richness, coming off a layoff, uh, which has done really well. And in race number four, uh, some key scratches out of there. But I will throw in the number 10, GT500. That, so that gets you through the first four to start off your day with a nice little bankroll. Awesome. Nancy, thank you. Have a great day, and we'll uh, talk to you next Friday. You got it. Thanks, guys. I'll be heading to Sam's tonight for Catfish Friday. So mm. come out and see me then. Sam's. Not just pizza. <laughs> they got it all at Sam's. <laughs>